Ohio. Welcome. This is Reed Reads. And before we get into this week's topic, I want to start off by giving huge shout outs to H. Heather, P. Wynn, F. Mitchell, and B. Campbell. Thank you guys for uh, reaching out, uh, giving me nothing but love and uh, positive critique for the podcast. Continue to listen. Thank you. Now, this week, we're talking physical well-being. Why does self-care matter? Why you matter? As I've mentioned before, or maybe in previous episodes or through casual conversation, things can definitely become overwhelming sometimes, whether in our personal lives or maybe work lives or relationships, and even sometimes within ourselves. That's why self-care is absolutely important. Self-care, simply put, is just taking care of you because there is only one you, right? I think we can all agree with that. And nobody can take care of you like you. I mean, other people can try, but ultimately it's, it's up to us. And how you choose to do that might be vastly different from how another person or maybe myself might choose to do so. Self-care to be clear, is not just a treat-yourself culture, maybe through paying for services or items or goods for temporary happiness. In my opinion, it's preserving you while forging your best self, maybe through emotional, spiritual, or today's focus, physical self-care. When I say physical well-being... I'm not necessarily talking about getting up every morning, supermoto, running at least, what, 3 to 10 miles a day, or sporting an 8-pack, or even being the, the peak, I should say, of human fitness or physical fitness. Physical well-being, according to an article published by the Australian Uni- National University titled, well, Physical Well-Being, and I might be paraphrasing here, It is the ability to maintain a healthy quality of life, which in turn allows us to get the best value out of our daily activities without undue fatigue or stress. Physical well-being can even incorporate different aspects depending on whichever study or expert you choose to talk to or read up on. And I'm no expert, but here are a few realistic ones that I found in my reading that I thought I'd like to share. Uh, this week. So these include physical activities, right? Firstly, which is what we're going to talk about now. And under physical activity, we have body composition, muscular strength and endurance, flexibility, and cardio, which is which can be the bane of a lot of our existences. Not, not a lot of people have love for cardio, but it is important. If you already exercise, keep it going enjoy it enjoy the endorphins the adrenaline rush and flaunt it flaunt your progress but importantly you work hard for it encourage others to join you because nothing encourages other people to work out than someone who's already doing it just bring them along if you haven't started yet it's all right sometimes the hardest part for this is just starting hear me out take it easy Start off slow. Do what you can until you can do what you want. And don't follow what's going on on social media. Set realistic goals. 
do some reading, talk to your doctor, and seek assistance from actual experts. If you haven't ran in a while and want to, then stroll. Then you start jogging, and before you know it, you will be speeding it up. If you haven't done push-ups in a while, start off with maybe a leaning rest and uh, work your way for time and then push up and just keep practicing. You have limitless potential, trust me. 30 minutes a day of uh, moderate or rigorous exercise is a small step to a lifetime of health. Now the other aspect of physical well-being that I wanted to touch on is sleep. Now, when it comes to sleep, oh my goodness, like a lot of things, it seems when the, the older we get, the more we want, but the less we tend to have, or the less we tend to have time for. If you already have a great routine, this might not be for you. And just reach out and let me know what you do. But if you don't, hear me out. All functioning human beings require a good night's rest. Uh, we need this to process our memories, recover from maybe physical and mental fatigue, heal our bodies and injuries, heal our minds, and produce hormones, if you believe it or not. There are many sleep-based recommendation charts and studies that list how many hours we should be getting based on our age, right? The National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute actually had an article where experts recommended that adults sleep between seven and nine hours a night. Well, I can't tell the last time I slept for seven or nine hours, but the article goes on to talk about adults who sleep, well, less than seven hours a night may have more health issues than those who sleep seven or more hours a night. This was corroborated by another article by the Mayo Clinic that talked about other factors that affect how much sleep we need. For instance, age, the quality of sleep you actually get, sleep deprivation, and pregnancy. Yeah, I understand life does not permit for us to do this sometime, maybe due to work or family, insomnia, all things. But here are a few tips that might help you get in bed and get better sleep. Um, the first one was getting a consistent bedtime routine. Maybe before bed, you want to get yourself some chamomile, uh, chamomile? Uh, however you pronounce it. Get yourself a nice warm and or cold shower, whichever you prefer. And maybe lotion yourself, whatever scent you prefer. The next factor was limiting stimulants such as screen time caffeine and foods high in sugar, bright lights, rigorous exercises, maybe at least one to two hours before bed. Consider your bedroom a, a palace or a place of peace. And if you can, your bedroom should just be your bedroom. So you want to set your specific temperature, your specific lighting, maybe employ some white noise machines, or if you can get the white noise machine audio online, limit your screen time, or if possible, no screens. So that includes TV or like what a lot of us, even myself, is guilty of is scrolling while in bed. I'd recommend talking to a medical professional if you have significant problems, maybe falling asleep or even staying asleep. It might be an indicator of something more serious. Who knows? 
your rest is important. Depending on your occupation, it's easy to pick up poor eating habits. And I'm not just talking about overeating, but also maybe not eating enough or forgetting to eat altogether. Then when hunger hits, natural that we seek out higher calorie dense food in order to fill that void. Now, I'm not a dietitian or a nutritionist, but not every new diet fad is the next big thing. People have gotten seriously hurt or injured from doing the next big thing that supposedly worked for some social media guru or somebody that says, you know what, trust me, bro, this works. Always talk to a medical professional before trying any new fads or any new diet. Try eating more than one square meal or a balanced meal a day. And for both ends of the spectrum, in my opinion, you don't need to be engorged or full to the point that it's difficult to move every time you eat. And for the other end of the spectrum, not every cookie or a slice of toast adds on pounds. It's important that we try to stay hydrated and no, I'm not talking about that energy drink or that coffee or tea. There are plenty of charts and recommended recommendations available from actual medical professionals that tells us how much water we need to consume based on our age or levels of activity, etc. Food is delicious. Find what you like. Enjoy. But with everything, moderation is key. A very overlooked part or should I say underrated part of physical well-being is personal hygiene look oral hygiene is very important shower and bathe often keep your clothes clean your environment clean try to avoid smoking and excessive alcohol use it doesn't just help your personal health but it affects the relationships you care about as well and finally we've arrived at the relaxation station of physical well-being relaxation station say that five times fast this is where you treat yourself and this is where that aspect comes in right while you don't need to spend money to relax if you do don't break the bank remember real life comes afterwards personally i like running anywhere from six to ten miles and i'll be good others may like salons or a nice steak dinner maybe a planned trip video games meditation clubbing i don't know whatever speaks best to you whatever works best for you and with anything moderation 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 whatever it is that allows your heart rate to slow down brings you peace of mind relieves that tension or stress do your thing don't allow expectations to put a limit on your actions you are able to achieve remarkable things regardless of what others may believe so head out there fight and show the world how amazing you are that quote came to us from dr nicole addison yes this is the end of the episode so i just want to say thank you guys for joining me for yet another episode feel free to leave a rating on whatever platform you're listening on right now and if you have any ideas for upcoming episodes or would like to see plans for upcoming episodes, hop on over to my Instagram page at readreadspod. That's R-E-I-D-R-E-A-D-S-P-O-D. And I'll give you a shout out if you'd like on that episode or the next episode. Thanks again for listening and join me next time to find out what I'll be reading. This has been Read Read.